0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Life on Earth podcast. I am your host, Natalie Kra. I hope you enjoy this conversation with our guest today, Lillian Savoy. I hope you're having an amazing month of December. Happy holidays. Please excuse my voice in this episode. When I recorded it over a week ago, I was coming out of a very bad cold. However, I did not want to miss the opportunity of interviewing Miss Lillian and sharing this with you. Because as you know, sometimes schedules can be quite intense to reschedule and organize again to meet. So in this episode, we're going to discuss the power of energy healing. If you're interested in energy healing, Check out my energy healing page on my website, nataliekrad.com. I offer distant healing sessions, which can be done online via phone. And I see people and talk to people over distant healing from all over the planet. I'll include a link on show notes so that you can click on it and check it out. And I'm also going to include all of Lillian's information This episode is brought to you by Shanti Yoga Training School. Are you ready to deepen your studies of yoga, meditation, mindful living, ready to step into the next level in 2020? Well, join one of our many programs. We have lots of offerings in the school and the website to check it out is shantiyogatrainingschool.com. Check out my new book, Living Life in Light, where I share many healing techniques so that you can take control and practice all of these on yourself each day. The book is written that you can open it linear and read it from beginning to end or ask for a message for the day, flip the pages, connect with your heart space, and get the message. It's been working wonderfully, and I hope that you can have access to this as well. It is available now on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, as well as livinglifeandlight.com. If you're in New Orleans this coming Thursday, December 12, 2019, and of course, if you listened to this episode prior so you can get this information, I am inviting you to the International Hotel, LOA, from 6 to 8 p.m. in New Orleans to come celebrate for a book lunch party of Living Life in Light, there will be a reading saloon style. There will be cocktails and appetizers and a book signing. Do you enjoy the show, Life on Earth? Share this with someone you love. Share this episode. Subscribe to the show. Give us a five-star review on Apple Podcast. And join our Facebook group page, Life on Earth Podcast. On the show notes, I'm also going to include how to sign up for my Friday highlights. This is an email I send most Fridays, not every Friday, but many Fridays and where you get my blog, my thoughts, some bonuses, as well as stay in touch with all events that are going on. Keep an eye open uh, for a day retreat with Lillian and I in the new year. This retreat will be super special. We'll have it at her sacred space, and it will include energy healing, tea ceremony, tea practice, meditation, crystal therapy, and aromatherapy, and and more. You know, it's a really lovely space. It will be limited to a handful of people for this day retreat. This will be happening in Covington, in the North Shore, Louisiana. So I hope that you can. Join us there when we do it. All right, guys, continue to have a beautiful December. Enjoy your family, your friends, your loved ones. Be merry and a happy new year. Stay tuned with us. At the end of this episode, we have a bonus for you. Find a quiet space that you can meditate. We have a meditation clearing healing from Lillian for you, Life on Earth podcast listeners, as a bonus. So I hope you enjoy that. It's about 10 minutes of a clearing. So stay tuned. At the end of the episode, you will find the meditation for you. Enjoy the gift. Welcome to Life on Earth, The Peace Project, a podcast that teaches you how to connect with the divine and transform darkness into light through topics from yoga to nature and ultimately love. Join your host, Nathalie Croix, to celebrate and encourage diversity, peace, and global equality, one earthling at a time. Lillian, how do you pronounce your name? Because I'm sure some people will want to know exactly how to say it. Lillian Savoy. It's beautiful. It's French, right?
1: It is, and it is my husband's last name. I am actually French, too, from the A-Bear line, so it's kind of cool. It came back around.
0: Yeah, and I want to let everyone know that my voice sounds a little bit harsh, but that's because we've had this change of weather, and I have been with, I don't know, something. So, But I really didn't want to cancel today because we've been talking about this for a while, And I was really excited about having you on the show. Lillian is an intuitive reading, Reiki healer. You do guided meditations. And I feel like you do courses as well, right? I do. I do some group courses. I just took a couple of them online
1: because, you know, it's hard to get everybody in their schedules at the same place. But I do a lot of in-person and then now some online groups. So that's exciting.
0: Yeah. Tell us a little bit about yourself. How did your story begin? Like, how did you get into all this? I moved to Colorado from Louisiana, and then I spent
1: 12 years there. And kind of in my late 20s, I want to say I was pregnant with child number one. I did a mentorship in Denver, and their mentorship classes back then were about 30 people. And I did it for four years with a group of women that were psychics, mediums, intuitives. And so we just dove in from everything that I had never done from contracts to people will call it life coaching now, but it's contracts and emotional work, spiritual work, psychic work, past life work. It was amazing. Four years. And then after that, I was hooked. I was in. (laughs) So I just kept going.
0: Yeah. And so now if you were to describe yourself, if I would say, Lillian, what do you do? What are the things you offer? How do you tell us that? Isn't that the million dollar question? I know. I know. (laughs) That's why I have a hard time with someone like you defining it because it's really challenging. I mean, I feel like you're a coach as well. I mean, everything.
1: Yeah, it is really hard. I've had my own readings. What am I? Who am I? And really, when it comes down to it, what I do is I help people connect with their spirit in order to find their so their soul purpose, their passion in life, what makes them happy. And then to get there, I do a lot of energy healing using Reiki, lots of shaman work, lots of nature Earth work, lots of Mother Earth. And then for fun, I love crystal healing and oracle cards. And I really like to tap into using different tools to help people because everybody really resonates with it differently. So I just bring in a lot of tools depending on what that particular person needs. And then it's really beautiful to watch their journey. So maybe you could call me a guide, a psychic intuitive or My business that I've been real fortunate to grow over the last five years, it took me about 15 years to get the courage to actually open the business. And now it's this beautiful sacred space with this giant oak tree that brings these people to the house and we create magic together. And so you've been a part of that recently. It's so
0: exciting. Yes. Yes. I mean, really, I started coming there a few years ago for Reiki trainings. And then I also have gotten Reiki from you, which is amazing. And I've done some of my teacher trainings at the house. And that's probably why I have that name for, because for me, it's (laughs) such a healing space. It is a sacred space. And it's funny that name, because I have it on my notes, my diaries, my journals. That if I'm ever to open a new space again, I would probably call it sacred space or something along those lines. But, anyways, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I love that. You have an amazing oak tree, like that's so gorgeous, like right in front of your house. I feel like that's so, I always feel so protected when I'm there.
1: Yeah, I noticed a new tree spirit in it this morning. We were doing some product photography for some new products coming out on the retail line. I'm venturing, I'm splitting off the business and working on a bunch of retail stuff. And I looked up and there is the new eye and the shape of the face and the oak tree was talking and it was incredible. And so that's the kind of things that all of a sudden you just don't even realize until you step out And you get one with nature and then you notice something like that in the tree. It was really cool.
0: Yeah and I feel like it's so magical that you're open, you have that connection with nature that you can actually see it because it's so easy to miss these things if you're not connected, which is part of the work that you do as a healer. I think it's bringing people back to themselves so what I wanted to ask you is, for people that are listening right now, and I have had a few, a handful of other energy healing Reiki episodes on the podcast, but I think this is episode 68, so it's been a while. And for people who are hearing, I would like to kind of dismystify it a bit because to me it has become like we were just talking when I saw you a part of my life, just like I go and take care of anything else. It's just so normal to get an energy healing session. It's so necessary. So I would love to hear from you, like your perspective, if you were to explain to our audience, like why energy healing? We could start there. Yeah.
1: I mean, I like that. Why energy healing? Well, for me, I feel like we have the power within ourselves to be our own healers. So I think that's part one. I think everybody has that ability. But then I think it has to come with a lot of practice. And so that goes back to people making time for it. Do you want to practice? Do you want to learn? Do you want to pick up your own book and really be self-disciplined to be your own healer? And if the answer is no, then book a session with any kind of energy healer just to experience it. And I think a lot of people are scared, Natalie. I think that they think they're going to bring in these deep, dark secrets and spirits that are evil. And I really think that people do think they're going to open themselves up to the darkness. And it's the exact opposite. We have the power to shift the energy in everything, in our moods, in our health, in our friends, in our family, in our lives, our relationships, our food, everything. And I just think people really, we don't trust ourselves enough and empower ourselves enough that we actually can shift and create the life that we want. And who gives us that empowerment? It's just not mainstream yet, right? People are still trying to conform this and do what their doctor says and do that and do that. And there's so
0: many rules. Yeah, and I consider energy healing as a big part of alternative medicine. And it's also the preventful medicine, like it prevents you from, because you're looking at the root cause and you're trying to look at that and heal that versus like just a pill for something, you know? Yeah. And I think a lot of people get
1: trapped in just so many systems. There's so many systems that are put in place and energy healing, I feel like it's not a system. And so people don't know how to follow it. Because it's not just step one, step two, step three. Now, we as energy healers try to make it step one, step two, step three. So you can learn and try to do it on your own because you you don't want to go to your energy healer every day, right? But at the same time, it's not a system. It's a flow. It's a beautiful, just new awakening, a process, a consciousness that you have to kind of live instead of slipping into a system and being told what to do every day. Exactly.
0: So when you see someone, you give them tools for how to continue. Yeah. When oh, they're not with you.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think
0: that's the key is to finding
1: the joy and the creative... And the healing when you're not sitting in a session, because you'll feel amazing during the session and you'll have a lot of aha moments. We'll clean off the aura, balance the chakras, do some life coaching in there and a beautiful guided meditation to kind of seal up the deal and send you on your way. But then you step back into our human life. And so you got to have those tools and the openness to try new things so that you don't have to just suffer through this human life.
0: Yeah. And what are some of the things that you encourage people to do? Well, I encourage people to have fun,
1: first of all, okay? Because if you're not having fun, it's really not worth doing. So, and I mean creative fun. So for some people that's painting or journaling or singing, dancing, pulling cards. Some people like to do different oracle cards, goddess cards, angel cards. People aren't scared of cards and books. And people are definitely getting into meditating. And there's a lot online now for meditation. So obviously, I recommend that a lot because I love to meditate. It really opens a lot of doors, don't you think? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: It's great. Meditation is amazing. So you've seen like so many people, right? You've seen like lots and lots of people and you've probably worked with a lot of people. What have you seen like people come back, right? We were just talking earlier to about repeat person that will come back to you. So what have you had seen when somebody starts doing Reiki energy healing with you? What are some of the things you've seen that they've changed in their life? Well, the first thing
1: I notice is they are by their second session just even seeing them come through the door. They are lighter, brighter. They have a different, almost their eyes look different. Their body energy is more positive and you can already tell they're trying to look on the bright side. That's immediate. I love that part of it. I'm like, oh my gosh, you look like a different person. So I love that part. And then I really like to manifest with my clients. And I like to teach them how to bring in the abundance of money, love, relationships, jobs. So I am a big manifester and I love to help them manifest in their life and maybe what's been blocking them or holding them back that I can help shift them out of that phase into the phase of, oh, yeah, I can receive mailbox money. Oh, I can get a new job with a boss that I love. Oh, I can start my business. Oh, I can speak up and say my opinion without getting punished for it.
0: Yeah, that's huge, right? And sometimes it's like just clearing the chakras and the imbalances and the energy field in the body will do that for you. And the majority of my clients are women. I do
1: have a handful of men that really love energy healing and manifesting their career and their business side and their relationships. But for the most part, it's women really learning how to speak up and empower themselves and grow without being fearful and without expecting something bad to happen or expecting the other shoe to drop or however they're looking at it.
0: Yeah. And Lillian, that's interesting. Why do you think that there's less men and more women? What's going on with a man nowadays? (laughs) I
1: love love my men clients. I mean, they're wonderful. They're great. But I think it's just not the norm that men step out right now as far as clients and really tap into the energy because then they have to explain it to all their friends, So I do think it's a peer pressure and a judgment thing. But the interesting thing is, is if you look in the spiritual world and you look at the teachers, a lot of the big platforms, it has a lot of men teaching. So I always go to my teachers and I'm like, why is there not more women on the stage? Why is there more men? Right. And she said, people seem to get the message better from men. I just think that that's how we were programmed. I do think it's shifting though. I do. I think a lot more women are teaching behind the scenes and maybe there's more men on stage. But I do think I know and you know more women that are teaching this. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I don't know if women are scared to get on stage. I'm not sure.
0: I don't know that answer yet. It maybe it'll be shown to me one day. I think it's interesting and as we're talking about mainstream situations like even energy healing from when back when you started right let's go back there like try to remember that and where it's at right now don't you feel like there's been a huge leap like we're now it's starting to be a lot more main even though it's not yet but it's much more than way back
1: oh definitely, I think it's more accepted. But I also think that you and I live in a part of the world that is, we're definitely still hiding. And it's definitely not accepted as much as maybe the places in Colorado, California, and Louisiana is definitely behind the times as far as acceptance, because there is so many rules down here. And I feel like we are breaking that mold and opening up the doors for people down here. And I love that part. Yes.
0: So in a way, it's almost like there's a calling for you to be here right now, because this work that someone like you, and you know, we know some other people as well, myself that we're doing here, like you said, it's because it's much more muddier waters. I feel like it's a bigger job, you know? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) we're definitely in the (laughs) swamp. Yeah, and it's like, but I'm glad that, I'm so happy to hear that there's someone like you opening these doors and opening these walls and really kind of getting this practice and this beautiful healing art to be more available and more understood by more and more people, which is so important, you know?
1: I'm glad the universe definitely moved me down here. It was definitely one of my life crisis moments that I had to just surrender and let happen. And it brought me back home, which is here. Louisiana is home. And it has been the best move for my soul ever. You know, I went and learned everything in Colorado and then Reiki, you and I did here together. And then it's just grown And yes, I have to travel to keep learning and go meet different teachers and all that kind of stuff. But then I get to bring it back and really share it with others. But it's necessary. It's needed. And people down here are super spiritual, but unfortunately, we do hide a little bit.
0: Yeah. And so just because energy healing, what I've been trying to communicate with people that I work with, is that we take care of everything in our lives. Like if you wanna take care of yourself, self care, you go get a haircut, you go get a, maybe a massage, or even go to an MD, a Western doctor, to do a checkup. So if we're okay with spending money and doing that with all of those modalities, which we need, we should go to the dentist, get a cleanup. And it's, to me, it's a no-brainer that you would take care of your energy field with someone who's a professional in that, which is a Reiki energy healer, an energy healing person. So this should just be something that's natural, just like going to get your teeth check up or your hair cut, because... I really feel that, as you know, everything is energy and one thing affects the other. One time I was speaking to an energy healing teacher that I had and she said for disease to manifest in the body many times, right? It has manifested in the subtle body, the auric field, or the energy body way before.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. He could be there for years.
0: So, yeah. So you going to someone like you, it's just maintenance. Just for maintenance for, yeah, of course, if you have something that you're dealing with, then you're going to help with that, too. I had a mini life situation that happened recently. And I went and immediately I knew because I knew how my energy field had been affected. Like, and then when my energy field gets affected, the next thing is my body. And then my physical body, I was feeling really out of it. And then, of course, I went to see you. And I really appreciated that you took me in and had a session with you, Lillian. And I felt so much better the next few days. It was like night and day. And had I not taken care of that, that would have probably lingered.
1: Yes. Oh, for sure. For years. And
0: I remember you looked different when you left.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And... So I do teach people how to build a tribe, but I try to help them think alternatively, as do you, right? So instead of, if you're ill, calling the doctor first, I say, go get an energy session as well. But the first thing I like to do is meditate and I'll even meditate before I pay bills or make big decisions, just five or 10 minutes to clear the space, meditate, then go do the human things, right? So clear your energy. And then everybody is on somewhat of a budget. So I tell people like, go to the acupuncturist, then go get a massage to go get your body work and get the toxins out. Then maybe drink a juice and eat whole foods for the day if they're not already on that kind of diet. Then do a energy healing session. Then if you still need something after that, then you can bridge over to the Western side. But really, if we're a spirit, operating in a human body, then we need to support our spirit first and then go over into the system, which is going to give us pills and medication and everything first. So I think the bridge where we can really come together collectively as healers is to help everybody realize that we do need a support system and a tribe to help Really support our spirit, the breath inside of us, the thing that keeps us awake every day, and the breath that keeps us alive every day. If we spent just as much time just learning how to breathe and support that part of us and clearing off our aura and reading a paragraph in the self help book as we do in the Western system, worrying about what's wrong with us. I think we would just have a really healthy
0: climate and everything. Yeah, you said that so beautifully. So thank you, I really appreciate that. You work with angels too, and I would love to just touch on that because they're so fantastic and amazing, right? We can Uh, always pray, right? Oh yes, oh yes, I love working with angels. So how do you explain that to people if they want to? Do you feel like if someone needs to connect with their angels with the best way to be praying?
1: I'll give you an example of what happened the other day. I was woken up from like 6 a.m. sharp from a message from my great grandmother who is in the hospital. And I just woke up and she said, bring the kids and come visit me today. And I was like, "Okay." So I took that as a message from my guides now, I call them guides, and I texted my second mom, and I said, hey, I just got a message from your mom. She said, come visit her today with the kids. And she said, you know, I got the same message while I was in prayer this morning. Okay, so she is full-on Baptist in the church, and I am spiritual and work with any and all guides, and we both got the same message at the same time in the morning. Mm. She said she was in prayer, and I said I got it from my guides. So, you see, we're speaking the same language universally, but hers is called prayer, mine is called guides. Same thing. We both had a beautiful visit with the great-grandma in the hospital, and she got discharged. Wow. So I think angels and guides and prayer, I think it's really all the same. It's just if you're open to different vocabulary And the openness is where we do the healing. Are you open to a new job? Are you open to a new relationship? Are you open and flexible to a new way of thinking and maybe learning? So the reason why I like angels is because people are not scared of angels. Like almost everybody that I've worked with knows at least Archangel Michael at a minimum. Okay, Archangel Michael calling in for protection, most of them see the big swords, some of them have seen them in person, standing around their bed, in church, it doesn't matter. So when you call an Archangel Michael for protection when you're going on a trip or a car ride or sending your kids off to school, people can resonate with that. So see, it's an easy door opener to work with the beautiful angels that want to help you.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Okay, next question. Tell us about Shane Sosu. <laughs> did I pronounce it right? <laughs> you were close. How do you say it first? Okay, Shen Sosu. Cool.
1: Okay, Shen Sosu. So this is pretty exciting. So if you hadn't been sick, I was going to surprise you in person, but I'm glad things worked out as they did. So Shin Sosu is the name of my crystal meditation mask, a manifesting and meditation experience, and I'm launching it in a week. So whenever this comes out, I'm not sure, but I'm super excited. This has been channeled from spirit to me three years ago. Shin Sosu. it means spirit of healing and love. And I had no idea what it meant three years ago. My guides gave it to me while I was in the shower. I started drawing what looked like versions of infinity signs, three in a row. And I would take it, draw it on the shower wall and pull it into my heart and just breathe and ask for help. At that time, I had just gotten remarried and we were blending a family of seven and it was a little chaotic at the time and everybody had different needs and wants and every time I would draw the symbol and pull it into my heart and breathe somehow everything just worked out and people were taken care of all the kids needs were being met my needs were being met husband's needs were being met everybody was just in a different space and so finally they told me this year my guides that it was supposed to be the name of my invention the crystal meditation mask so I have made this with a seamstress and they're all custom
0: made. Yeah, I was going to say, if you can tell us about that, because this is beautiful. Thank you so much. You gave me my crystal mask and I love, (laughs) I absolutely love this. So yes, please tell us about it. And maybe we can include, I'll include it on show notes, how they can get some of these. These would be great Christmas gifts as well. Oh, thank
1: you. Yes, they would be great Christmas gifts. So it's cleansed and charged and filled with crystals and picked out just for the person ordering. And there is a few designs that I have to select from. And there is an inner and an outer pocket. In the inner pocket, you can see all the beautiful crystals. And I think yours had blue appetite and a rutilated quartz in it. And blue appetite is really one of my favorite crystals, out of all the crystals in the world. <laughs> mm, yeah, it's awesome. And for you being a yogi and training people and meditating at the end, these meditation masks really take everything And just calm the body, the mind, and it's a little bit heavy as you can kind of feel. So it kind of weights down the forehead, the eyes, the chest, wherever you want to put it. And you set your intention with it and you ask for it to heal a certain part of you or maybe you have a request at that certain time. And then the crystals do the work and your guides do the work and the healing symbol Shinzo Su does the work. And so it's just kind of this magical meditation experience that I
0: get to share with the world. I know. I love it because it's so tangible and the mask is beautiful. Mine is sort of pinkish with yellow and violet. And I have this butterfly that almost looks like an owl. Yes, it does. it's so cool because you can... Place these crystals anywhere from your eyes to anywhere in your body to get the healing that you need. And what a wonderful idea. That is so cool. I'm so glad that you created this.
1: I'm excited to share it with people. It really has been coming down the pipeline for a while from spirit. And it was just me kind of surrendering and listening and then being able to share it with people. Because, you know, a lot of judgment, and you feel this, But a lot of about teaching and getting out there is afraid to being judged by others. People are going to call you crazy and woo woo and all the negative vibes out there that are coming. So part of us as teachers really need to hold space for getting out of the box and trying new things and not being scared that we're going to get crucified for doing new fun and different ideas that will help people.
0: Exactly. 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 So, now that we're kind of getting into the holidays and there's so much stuff going on, I always love to hear like some holiday advice or, especially from an energy healer, from you. What would you tell people about this winter and this season?
1: So, one of the biggest things for me that I've really been working on since there's a lot of sickness going around, I went on a retreat a few weeks ago, and my biggest lesson personally for me was to get into our bodies. And a lot of us, live in our minds our egos talking to us I call it the mean voice because it sounds really mean and it's all about pleasing others like oh maybe you should have done that you should have bought this and you should go there and you should please this person and this in-law and all that kind of stuff and so your mean voice really takes over so I think the big thing to surviving the holidays and just really thriving not just surviving but is to find the fun and the positive in every day and really fill your cup with what you want to do. Is it fun for you? Are you having fun? If not, change it. And then if you are happy, and then keep the same. And if you're not, then change it. And so really tap into the body. Are you feeling good? Are you dancing? Are you having fun? Are you liking the people that are around you? Are they? Increasing your vibe or are they lowering it? It's really important to surround yourself by people that love you so that you can raise your vibration, your energy body, right? And then you will in turn raise others so everybody around you will have a good experience. And you will have a good experience. And then you won't get sick and you won't get frustrated. And so it's just like this continuous path. And I really want to point out that people have this ability in themselves. If they're in their body and they feel what their body's telling them and listening to it, they're never going to make a wrong decision. Yeah.
0: Never. That's so true. That's so true. It takes that level of connection and awareness, which is why the meditation is so important as well. Yeah, I mean that's why the
1: meditation's the easiest for me, because it takes five to ten minutes, lay down, recenter, right? You can ask your guides to come in and heal certain things if you have aches and pains or if you have a problem that you're trying to solve. The other really easy tool, Natalie, that I think you have too is any of my sprays. Oh yeah. The healing sprays. I love those. It's just because we want to clear the space, you know, so I do it, you come in, you do a couple sprays, you clear the space, you clear you, your aura, your mood, maybe you're in a bad mood, you clear all that, and then you get everything to kind of flow, maybe you turn on some music, your favorite music, and you really have the power to change the energy from stale to
0: exciting, Yes. I think that that's so important. And you're right. I love your sprays. They're amazing. And you have some meditations on your website, right? I do have about six recorded meditations
1: and those are for free. Okay. What's your website? My website is com, And then you'll see the shop button so they can check out the sprays and read about them. And in about a week, the Meditation mass will be on there as well. And then I do have a free ebook that they can download and read. And you would love that too. It's just really quick and easy steps, like 10 steps, that little tips that they can take and read about without committing to a session or anything that's maybe not in the budget right now. They can just get some free tips.
0: Yeah, I love it that you have all the different levels. Like, I mean, you have the complimentary meditations you have the ebook there's so many ways that one can work with you
1: yeah I try because not everybody wants to come in for a session because maybe they're not ready to dig in oh I just had a thought you asked me a question earlier yes okay so I was leaving you and one of I think your question was like how come everybody doesn't get energy healing yeah okay so I really think the reason I think they could get it, but we have to remember that some souls that are on the planet right now are not ready for this type of work. And that is totally okay. Not everybody is going to dig in to Reiki or shamanism or crystal healing or the things that we do. And a lot of people just want more of the surface. Just, I want everything to be okay. I don't want to have confrontation. I just want everybody to be pleasant and happy. And that's fine too. Maybe their soul isn't ready for that work in this lifetime, but maybe because in other lifetimes they've done it. And so they chose to maybe not accept it or not want to do it this lifetime.
0: So I had that little aha moment when I was driving, leaving. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, and I think that's great that you said that because, like you said, we're each on our own soul journey, we're each on our own path, and, you know, it's okay if something works for somebody or doesn't work for somebody else. Take what you like also even from this conversation, and if something doesn't resonate with you, it's all good. Yeah. We don't have to be, like, everybody has to like the same thing or resonate with the same person or whatever
1: (laughs) yeah and even you'll find that you'll do one thing maybe today and you'll forget about it for years and come back to it so and that's part about being in the flow and building your tribe so that you have lots of options maybe one year it's lots of acupuncture and massage maybe the next year it's lots of swimming and pilates maybe the next year it's
0: psychic readings and journaling Yeah, that brings me to like life moves through phases and cycles. What about this last question? You said when I mentioned to you that I had been sick this past week, you talked about this is good, like there's a lot of purging going on right now at this end of the year because I know there's many people that could be dealing with the cold or the flu. Can you speak to that a little so we can learn?
1: Yeah. So I just got sick myself for about two and a half weeks and it was a sinus infection and that morphed into the throat that you sound like today. And then it morphs into the cough and you don't really know, you don't get diagnosed with the flu or anything, nothing really. And It's just a purging of energy. It's old stuff. It's old thought patterns. Think about the gunk that's running down, right? The back of the throat. You don't want to think about that, but that's old stuff. That's old irritation. That's your body's way of healing. And sometimes we want to take a pill to stop it, but really we need to dig a little bit deeper on the spiritual level. What is our body trying to teach us? is it trying to teach us to eat better this time around or maybe try some new herbs or drink some new teas or do a steam for the face with a fresh herb instead of over-the-counter stuff so I think every time we're sick it's an opportunity for us to really learn about our body and to bring in something alternative that maybe we haven't tried before and then I really recommend for people that are just starting their spiritual journey to pick up the book by Louise Hay, You Can Heal Your Life. And in the middle of her book, she has all of the Western diagnoses and all the diseases you could ever want to know about. And she tells you the probable cause on it. And then the new thought pattern that you can have to heal yourself. Wow! And I just love the book. I recommend getting the one that is rainbow colored because it's, really fun to look at, but it really helps people start the process. The ones that are like, okay, well, I don't know where to start. Well, if you're just thinking Western and have no alternative, I really like this book because it's a good bridge.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that. And, you know, I want to be mindful of your time, but Lillian, you've been such a pleasure to talk to and you have so much to share. I feel like we need to do another episode on, one of your many, many teachings. And I know that you offer group classes sometimes, like courses, online stuff. So I'm really going to encourage everyone to get a hold of you so they can work with you, whether it's in person or distant healing or through one of your online courses. And what's the best way to get in touch with you? What's your Instagram?
1: The Instagram is awaken underscore change. And then my website is Awake and Change and you can just, it clicks up a box and you can type in for an appointment and you can ask if you want to do a private session or a group or like I said, you can kind of download some free things and get to know me and follow Instagram and see if we're a match and you can feel me out by my energy. Do you like the vibe? Do you not? So you get to practice being your own healer just to see if you want to do a session with me. So it's kind of a good test.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, it's so true, right? I think that that's the thing when you're working with anyone, especially in even the I tell this to my yoga teachers too, like every just sometimes some people are going to vibe with you, some are not, and it's all good. You know, non-attachment. I love that.
1: Yeah, no attachment. And the other thing I really like to do is just ask my guides to guide me in the right direction of who I need to talk to. Or I ask them to bring me someone. So I mean Natalie, that's how we reconnected. Yeah. Because, you know, I've been watching your Instagram and following you and your podcast and I was like, oh my gosh, she was so awesome. We connected in, I wonder what she's doing. And then I swear somehow, oh yeah, Vanessa reconnected us. Yeah, That's what I take it a step further. And I ask my guides to either bring the people that I need in my life or show me who I need to go to. And that way you'll get the message via computer, cell phone, a physical person in front of you. And so really surrendering to that.
0: Yeah, that's brilliant. And it's so wise. And I think that navigating life like that, it's completely different than when you're just on autopilot and you don't really know. Or you just say, oh, I want this, this and that, or I want that or two plus two equals four. That's just such a wonderful way to navigate this thing called life, you know? Yeah. Yeah, And I really (laughs) love that. Well, you're just wonderful. I couldn't say more great things about you. And I mean, you know, I love all the work you're doing. I love your house, your sacred space. I love the healing, all the products, and everything that you're putting out into the world. So I really thank you, Lillian, so much for being on the podcast and also for being a part of my life. Thank you, Natalie. You are the
1: sweetest and <laughs> you are such a sweet soul and you have also a lot to offer. So I'm so glad you're putting yourself out there like that and just connecting all of us. I really appreciate
0: it. Well, and listen, I'll say this on the air so that we can hold each other accountable, but we've been talking about doing a day retreat or we can reach collaboration. I think we should really make that happen soon. <laughs> I'm ready. Okay, maybe (laughs) like beginning of 2020 or something, we're going to collaborate and we're going to create some magic and have some people come over maybe to the Sacred Space House and do that. That would be awesome. Okay, I love that. Okay, well, thanks so much. Hey, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Life on Earth podcast. If you are interested in energy healing, do not hesitate in reaching out. Check out my website, nataliekra.com, Look under energy healing and book a distant healing session with me. It's quite amazing. It's always magical. And it's something that I really love and enjoy doing, as well as we will include all of Lillian's information under show notes. And you can also work with her. Stay tuned. We have a bonus meditation for you post-episode. So right after this, you'll have access to Lillian's gift to you, Life on Earth listeners. This is a clearing, an energy clearing, healing meditation for you. It's about 10 minutes. If you are driving, I suggest that you wait until you get into a place that you're not moving. Find a quiet, peaceful space and enjoy the meditation. I hope you have a beautiful month of December. Subscribe to the show, rate us, give us a five-star. This really helps to continue.
1: Bringing in the breath. Into the chest again, expanding as much air as you can take in and out. And I want you to feel the rib cage going out to the side and up. As we call on the guides of the highest vibration today, as we call on your each individual guides, as we allow your crown chakra to open, open that door, open that crown. Let all the thoughts of today go out, out, out. Any thoughts that you came in with today, any thoughts that are maybe blocking you, let them out. Let them out into the sunshine. Let them out into your aura and then watch them release from your aura. So it's kind of a three-part breath, letting out. They go to the aura breath and releasing off of the aura out into Mother Nature, into the sky, into the cosmos. And another breath now into the belly. Start at the top of the belly, right where the rib cage comes together. Bringing some breath into that space, opening up that space. This is where your inner child lives. So giving that inner child another breath. Awakening the creativity, the joy. Good. Breathing in, allowing that air to come in into the belly. And then going into the hips, into the root chakra, telling the hips to release all the rules, telling the left left feminine side to let go, the right masculine side to let go. Relaxing the glutes, the inner thighs, the outer thighs. Letting go of all the rules that you've set for you, for others. Letting go of the control to really get into the body. And also to get out of the body and into the air. Into where spirit wants to take you. What are the messages that are going to come in today for you through that pin, through your guides? What can you surrender to? What can you let go of? What can you just be a little happier about? Letting some of the anger leave, even if it doesn't feel like anger letting some frustration go, letting some past life items that you might have brought into this life, letting those go. Sometimes those hide in the belly, really letting them go. Bringing in the seasons, bringing in the winter, the spring, the summer, the fall, bringing in all of the seasons in to teach you the different vibrations, different healing qualities. Really listen to that little spirit coming through Some may sound like a high-pitched voice. Some may be very soft. Some may be a little bit louder and want to be heard. Honor all those voices, all those spirits. Feel that love being given to you. Accept that love. It's a vibration, so it's going to come from the outside to work in from the spiritual body, the emotional body, the mental body, the etheric body. And then go into the chakras, bringing the love into the chakras. Crown, third eye, throat, Imprinting love into the body for healing, into the heart, the belly, the sacral, the root. Imprinting love into those hips that get tight and wound up, letting them relax with love, peace. Bringing that love into the kneecaps so we have flexible thinking. Bringing that love into the ankles. Bringing the love into every toe, big toe. Going down the row of the toes, spreading love like little roots. Little roots into the earth. As you feel that vibration and that question starts to come in that you wrote down, it starts to kind of surface up through the earth. It starts to come up through the feet, up through the legs, up through the roots up through the sacral, the belly, letting it weave all into the belly and the heart. Going into the throat, weaving around in there, love and question. Going into the third eye and out of the crown again. Aligning and harmonizing with every cell, In the aura, in the body, all around you. And I want you just to take a minute and give yourself love. Find out where you need to send love to yourself. Where do you see those colors going or the word love? Send it there. Write love on the top of the third eye, imprinting it into the forehead, the brain, all the way behind the temples, the eyes, into the ears, down the brainstem, clearing out anything that doesn't operate with the vibration of love. As you begin to kind of wake yourself up with a breath again. Breathing. Opening up the lungs again, side to side, up and down. Breathing in the breath, awakening the feet, the fingers. Feeling those eyes come back. Not opening the eyes fully yet, but really awakening the cheeks, the mouth, the chest. And then as you slowly begin to sit up, your body doesn't want to move, your mind does not want to move, your fingers don't want to move. Now opening your eyes. Coming back to the sunshine. Then feeling the head lift off of the pillow. Sitting up slowly. Coming back to your journal, your pen, your paper. Awakening yourself to begin to get the answer of what you asked as we thank our guides for leading us on this beautiful journey of love and healing.